to another episode of a barrel racer of fun (laughs) yeah pretty good right yeah pretty good so how are you today i'm pretty good how are you killing it (laughs) are you ready to answer a ton of questions oh i guess so i'll try my hardest i guess they're not that hard so (laughs) i think you'll nail it all right so first up tell me who are you and what are you here for um, I'm Molly, and I barrel race, and I'm here to answer questions. <laughs> Sweet. I love it. All right, so you barrel race means you have horses. Yes. Tell me all about all of your horses. Okay, so I got Faith about almost four years ago. She's a rescue. Um, I trained her on barrel- for barrels for a couple years, well, a year, and then she retired because she had laminitis. And then we got Toby shortly after. I jumped with him. He's special. Not much to say about him. <laughs> what? Toby's great. I know. Toby is awesome. I love Toby. Me too. Um, And then I had a horse journey. We didn't work out. So she went back home. Now she's doing amazing with her little girl, Kit Kat. Um, that's my main horse right now. She was injured, and but she took me to Worlds. And she's cool. She's a cool little pony. She is. And she met, she's met everybody. She met Tim and Jenna as well. Yeah. Pretty sweet. She's gone all over so far as a four-year-old. Yeah, she's done a lot. She's mm-hmm. little. She's a baby. She is a baby. She's probably one of the best babies I've ever met. I would agree with that. Yeah. I actually, I have right behind you is Pepto Boonsmole on my shelf over there, who is related to Kit Kat. Oh, you do? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, as soon as you got her, um, I, we were talking about her pedigree. I don't know. Maybe your mom and I were, and they were like, said Pepto Boonsmole. I'm like, I have that prior. <laughs> so, yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. She's she's a cool little horse. She is. She, she does is. a lot. Do you want to say anything about Rune or are you you're writing Rune off? Rune's dad's horse. Yeah, it's not my horse. <laughs> There's some controversy over Toby also being yeah. your dad's horse. We share him. Rune's dad's horse for sure. Toby and I, well, dad and I share Toby. So. Yeah. All right. How did you get into riding horses? So when I was probably six, Brielle, my best friend, she had horses and she just started riding and I was like, this is awesome. I want to do it. So I tried for a little bit. I tried doing Western Pleasure. Didn't like it. I had a scare. So I was like, okay, I'm done. Not doing it anymore. So I took a couple years breaks and then I came back and started riding with Jen, Brielle's mom again. And I just fell in love with it again. And I got over my fear and then I started riding with my trainer and I was like, okay, I want a barrel race. This is what I want to do. So that's just kind of about it. It's not really anything cool, but I that's did get into cool. it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that's that's quite a The journey from Western Pleasure to barrel racing, and also the fact that you're like, yeah, I did Western Pleasure. I had a scare. So then I got into barrel racing is a <laughs> buck wild <Yeah>. pipeline. <laughs> I refused to trot, like, even walk for, like, the longest time. And I was like, okay, fine. 
I'm just going to canter now. <laughs> That's, so you would just go from like halt to canter and you're like nothing in between. I did try a little bit. A couple steps and then I went. Okay. <laughs> All right. And somehow a pony is not your jam. I no. don't, I don't. I don't know how pony is not my jam. <laughs> yeah, she she loves like standstill or canter, nothing yeah. in between. So you two would get along great, I think. Yeah. All right. So why did you want to get out of Western Pleasure, or is it just you did barrel racing? You're like, I love this way more. I really just I didn't show. I just kind of was like, that's what I was training at first, and I was like, this is boring. It's so, so like, boring. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I don't need Western Pleasure. It's so boring. It's just not my thing. Yeah. I still do it now occasionally. Yeah. It is what it is. Barrel racing's more of my jam. I like the adrenaline rush I get from it. So mm-hmm. this is me. It's what I want to do. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so what made you decide that you wanted to compete? Well, so my trainer asked me to be on the barrel racing team for the stables. So I was like, yeah, why not? Like, I'll get into it. I'll do a couple fun shows. Like, that's what I'll do. And then I just fell in love with it. I was like, I love the atmosphere. I love all the people. Like, it's just so much fun. And I love the feeling of after, like struggling for so long something finally clicks and you just have this amazing run and you're like I just did that hell yeah that's awesome what's your favorite kind of competition like around here do you have a favorite show or showgrounds or so I if I could go to Georgia again I totally would yes but um my probably my favorite show here is probably ones up at like Showtime in Deerfield or like go for broke that's in Elkhorn or like they travel all over I'd totally do those shows if I could only just do those. Hey, you can eventually. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> At first, it's like you got to do all the other shows yeah. too, but eventually you can be like, nah, I'm only going to do the ones I want. Yeah. All right. So you've dabbled in other disciplines. What is one that you've never tried that you would absolutely love to? I don't know. Probably trick riding. I've always wanted to try trick riding, but I'm not like, I don't have any strength. I'm not flexible at all. So I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't do that. But I always thought it was fun. Or, like, mounted archery, too. Oh, yes. That's one thing I've always, like, I'm, like, I cannot shoot a bow for whatever, but I cannot. No. But it's always, like, interesting to me. Or mounted shooting. Because we have someone, my, one of my other sponsors, actually, she does mounted shooting. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, that's so cool. Like, I want to do that. I have a horse to do it. She's probably not very, like, scared of much. But I was, like, I might as well try it one day. Is that the mohair? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, what else? What else? Um, oh, also trick riding, by the way, you do not have to be flexible for that. I know that for a <laughs> fact. <laughs> what rider do you admire the most? I don't know. There's like so many. One, I really like Sherry Servi. She's a world champion barrel racer and she just emotes like, ev- like promotes everything ch- like for youth. Like she has a youth world championship, like several of them. And she's just, she's super positive. Like she's always cheering everyone. I've, I've, I haven't personally met her, but I've been at races with her, and I'm like, she's so, like, everyone I've heard talk to her is they're like, she's so sweet, like, she's just, like, this down-to-earth woman, she's just amazing. She's pretty cool. I mean, that says a lot, because in the horse world, most people are not that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Most people are very territorial and competitive yeah. and don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. She loves children. She loves, like, just seeing kids succeed, and she's like, I, this is what I want to do. Like, and it's amazing. I just love it so much. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is a hard one, and I won't commit you to this forever. Okay. Do you ever want to have a job in the equestrian industry? And if so, what is it? I do. Okay. 
but I don't know what. Okay. I have, like, I don't know. I thought, like, I always wanted to be a trainer, but then I'm, like, I could get something on the side, too, so I don't know. But I've always, like, wanted to, like, do massage and stuff. Like, I've now that I've, like, been seeing that more, I'm, like, this is actually pretty cool. Like, I could get into, like, equine taping, like, the kinesthesiology tape. Like, I could do that and everything. And I'm, like, it would be way cheaper for me because then all my horses I can just do it on. (laughs) That's, like, how vets get trapped. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, I wanted to be a vet for so long, but after being, like, or a vet tech, and I'm, like, okay, after seeing what they have to go through, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I can't do that. Is it the medical stuff you don't like or the dealing with the owners? or Owners. <laughs> yeah. And the medical stuff. Like, that's not my thing. I was yeah. like, I can do it if I have to, but I don't want to deal with the owners. <laughs> yeah. That's... I, it's... The owners are a whole... Horse people are crazy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we can both admit that freely as horse yes. people. <laughs> we can. <laughs> but I, there's definitely something to be said for how often horse owners get to watch like appointments and stuff Mm -hmm. and how much gore and like yes yeah so you know pretty well what you're going to be dealing with yeah especially after seeing kit kats like i could never do that yeah like nope i can't even watch her get like a shot and i'm like okay i'm out here bye Mm -hmm. like i almost thought i was gonna pass out yeah i'll admit when like i'm okay with shots i don't like getting them but i'm okay with like giving them seeing them done until the day that i watch them inject ponies back and they shove those like Mm -hmm. they're like like, three inches into her spine (laughs) i was like yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's it's weird yeah it's weird yeah it is yeah and kit kat's like do you want to tell a story about kit kat's leg she ripped her leg open on a fence yeah she was kicking through a fence she was being sassy We've all done it. Yeah. That's all right. It happens. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is wild that you got to watch them. Yeah. They didn't stitch... Did they stitch it up? They, they stitched did. it up. That was also a part where I almost passed out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, They put a tourniquet on and, like, gave antibiotics directly to it. They did... I think they caught it a little bit. Just to get, like, the extra flap of skin. But I don't actually... I don't know if they did anything else, but she was supposed to actually have surgery, but they just didn't need it, so. It's like, thank God I wasn't in there for that, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's uh, it's great news when they're like, hey, you don't actually need the surgery. Yeah. <laughs> Way less money to spend. I mean, it's still expensive, but hey, I'll take it. Horses are stupid expensive. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, so, so if you were to become a trainer, would you want to work with, like, yearlings or older horses problem horses just um, the really good ones no problems whatsoever. i don't know i kind of don't mind problem horses i prefer the ones that are like chill though yeah i i would like to work with younger is like i'd break them out and like train them like i'd want to specifically like work on barrels and stuff like yeah. i could do other things with it but that'd be one of the main things i'd want to do probably that's awesome sounds like fun yeah <laughs> and it would be a great way to keep horses keeping horses when you work in the horse industry is really hard yeah all right what is your favorite horse fact it's hard but i listen i know jen and i know jen taught you how to ride i know you've got horse facts in this there. Is i remember them <laughs> i don't know i think their ear has a lot of muscles i think that's one of them oh yeah that's the one that i got wrong because you told me 42 and it wasn't no and i don't I actually wholeheartedly know believed you but i committed to it I don't actually know how many they have. I feel I like it's, it up. it's a lot, though. It's like 12 or something. Yeah, I know it's a lot. I remember that because I remember the quiz where I just fully, you were like, it's 42, and I was like, Molly knows. No, it's not. It was not 42. <laughs> it's 10. 
10. But either go. way, that's still a lot that's for a- how, like, little their ear is. Yeah. I was like, that's actually pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. That is a very cool fact. And also, I I believed everything you told me. <laughs> Don't believe everything I tell you. I do wholeheartedly, even when you're lying to me. <laughs> All right, what is your favorite horse media? No, no favorite shows, books. Not really. I don't really no. like watch anything. I mean, probably me Heartland. But Heartland's so. Good. I watched it when I was younger. That's about it. Like the new episodes and seasons. I don't watch those. Yeah, no, like. It gets boring after a while. After, like, the fifth season, it's like, okay, there's 14 more. Come on. That's fair. And the newest seasons, like, without spoilers, the newest seasons are, like, just buck wild. I'm good. I'm done. But Heartland, did you ever read the Heartland books? Or no? Okay. Yeah, they were before your time. (laughs) You can't do read. It's just that they're old, okay? They were when I was a kid. I was reading Heartland as it was coming out. And I'm ancient. So, ah. All right, if you could go anywhere in the world on a riding holiday or challenge, whatever, where would you go? I'd go to the NFR. Okay. I think it's in Vegas, I think. Nice. Or I'd go down south just to go run somewhere, like, again, because I love how big the facilities are and, like, the arenas are massive. I'm like... Yeah, so, okay, this is another... I've asked this question, so I do know the answer, but it blows my mind how there is no standard pattern size for the barrels. It's the arena size that matters. Yeah, it is the arena size. There is a standard set pattern size. It has to be like a certain width off the wall. And then I think, yeah, I think it's just based off walls. I don't actually know that part. I don't. That's okay. It, trust <laughs> me. I've asked, I've asked, I asked Andy, who is your trainer. Yeah. What the answer was. And she was like, it depends on the arena. And that it was does. the only thing she would tell yeah. me. Because, like, you can go from running 12 second patterns to easily a 20 second pattern. Yeah. Like, it depends, just, just depends on the arena size so much. At one of my favorite races, like Showtime Arena, mm-hmm. they have a tiny indoor where you either run a 12 second pattern in the indoor and then you go up to the outdoor and it's like you run an 18. Like, it's completely different. And that's like, that's. You're talking about, like, you guys are going for fractions of a second. So, like, mm-hmm. a six-second difference is insane. It is insane, yeah. Especially when you switch from running into the big pattern to the little pattern within a day. It's like, holy crap, <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, and the horses are probably like, what is happening right Yeah, now? <laughs> that's exactly what Kit Kat did because we ran outside in the big outdoor. Like, she was running free. You get to the indoor, she can't even make it through the pattern. Right. <laughs> it's like, what is going on here? <laughs> She's like, I can't adjust to this. The demands are too too different. Too too much. Too hard to work with, apparently. Oh, man. Well, that's wild. I didn't even know that it had to be a certain distance off the rail, but I think that it makes does. sense. Yeah. Because I think you have to, like, some horses swing out and hit the wall. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to jettison them into the wall, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, really. <laughs> so would you do anything different ever? Like, would you want to run, like, the Mongolian Derby or, like, go, like, traipsing across the beaches of Ireland? No. Or you're just like, I want to do barrels- all over the I, U.S. Yeah, probably that. That's like, awesome. I, yeah. I like that. I don't really want to travel to other countries because talk about expensive with your own horses. <laughs> no, never. I was looking up what it costs to ship horses overseas. I don't even want to know. Okay. Then I won't tell you that it's like $6,000 minimum. <laughs> minimum? <laughs> minimum. <laughs> yeah. Without I paid for my horse. Same. By a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I could have multiple ponies for the amount it would take. I could have multiple, all of them. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. I'm not going overseas with my horse. I would never. No. At this point, I would never. 
But I do every once in a while. I'm like, but what if? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, we'd stay there. It's not a round trip. Like, yeah. We're going one way. <laughs> if it was a round trip, I'd be more broke than I already am. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same <laughs> by too much. Ooh. Okay. Who is your favorite famous horse? It can be real or fictional. I don't know. There's so many. There's so many. I like Secretary a lot. I really do like him. Or it's not like kind of famous, but Corona Cartel, he's just a really good stud, but I like, I don't really know why I like him. He's pretty. He's got good stats. So if I ever wanted to breed Kit Kat, that's a good option. Okay. So he's like quarter horse barrel race. I don't know who he yeah, is at all. he is. He's, so he's, he runs on the track and stuff. He's fast. That's I awesome. like fast horses. Me too. <laughs> People who don't are weird to me, but yeah. I get it. I yeah. get maybe wanting to like just trail ride, like chill and not have yeah. a Mach 10 adventure. Some days it's fun. Yeah, some you're right. You know what? You're right. Some days it's great to go a little slow. Yeah. The days where you're like, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. Just, let's just go walk. Yeah. No, that's not going to happen. I haven't trained the walk yet. <laughs> One day I'll get there. That's actually why I like your horse Faith so much because she's like. She doesn't even want to move. Yeah, she's like, either I'm not going to move or I'm going to gallop all yeah. out and win and destroy you all. And yeah. she knows the exact context of when to do it. Yeah, she does. I love her. She really does. I love her so much. <laughs> Me too. Ooh, okay. Big or small, what's the best thing about riding horses? The moment when everything, all of your training finally clicks in one. And it's like, okay, I finally did it. Still waiting for that to happen. Yeah, I believe you. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you know if I ever get there. <laughs> Sounds great, though. Yeah, it does. It really does. Uh, we we just have some naughty horses between us. I think yeah. it's really what it is. Yeah. I know. <laughs> One day we'll find a horse like that. It'll it's gonna be great when we get there. <laughs> My horse stops getting hurt, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's true. She that's on her head last night. <laughs> In her stall. Oh my god. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> she was mad at Toby, and so she was like, I'm gonna fall on my head then. I was like, are you kidding me? To be fair to her, Toby is her new neighbor. They they just became neighbors. She's gotta really yeah. <laughs> warn him. Okay, Kat, she cracks me up. Alright, what is one thing that you know now that you wish you knew when you started? Be more positive. Yeah? Yeah. I was really negative, like, my first year of riding, I would always, like, look at everyone and I'd be like, I want to be there. I want to be there now. And I'm like, I can't. Everything I put into my brain was negative. I still do this to this day. And I'm like, I just need to be more positive. I need to look at my runs, say, this is what I did good. And this is what I need to strive for. And more patience. I have zero patience and that's really hard. That's a, a huge one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And it's hard too, because like, it always seems like when everything is going awry, you look around and everybody else is doing yes. fine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I just suck. <laughs> yeah. The that pretty much was what I was thinking. Yeah. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is fun. Yeah. This is what we do for fun and to chill. And, you know. Yeah. yeah. So but that's good. I like that. I like uh, being more positive because that's really hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is really hard. It's so challenging. Yeah. That's the thing. Trying, honestly, is, I think, the best. Because there are some days where you're literally like, that just went as badly as it could Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's your biggest horse pet peeve? My horses constantly get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. 
they are injury magnets. Yeah. That's absolutely If it has to do with people, when they get mad at their horse for no reason, like, when they start, like, if they have a bad run, like, I notice this a lot of races, like, if their horse is, like, doesn't win the 1D, like, they get mad at their horse. If they don't get any money, like, they're like, are you kidding me? I bought this horse just for this, and it's like, come on. Really? It's a horse. It's an animal. It's, like, my own pet, I do my own pet peeves, so I'm like. But I think you're allowed to do your own pet peeves. Yes. As long as you know that you're like, yeah, this probably isn't great. Yeah. (laughs) I do find it very funny the kind of other version of that pet peeve where the person's like, I've been nothing but nice to you and you have been a dick to me all week. That I think is very funny. That is. You're right. Like when it's like, you should be earning me money or something like that. I'm like, no, fuck that. The horse (laughs) doesn't know what money is. They don't know what you're doing. They They don't don't know why you're here. They don't They're just having fun. Yeah. Hopefully they're having Hopefully fun. Hopefully they're having fun. <laughs> or they're miserable, and that's yeah. where we are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one's kind of depressing, but here we go. If you stopped riding tomorrow, what would you miss the most about it? Probably everything. Like, I, like if I got rid of my horses, too, I'd be like, what am I supposed to do with my life? Like, Because horses, literally, my life revolves around my horses. Like, I do online school. I'm out at the barn. I come back to school and I'm back out at the barn. I'm riding constantly. So it's like, I wouldn't know what to do with myself, honestly. I'd be like, why do I have so much free time? <laughs> I can go hang out with people. Weird. I would probably miss, like, literally everything. And the feeling of, like, being rewarded after yeah. having, like, finally a good ride if you're having bad ones or, like, all of that. Fair. And, yeah, you you do a ton with your horse. You're out there, like, every day. You do their stalls. Mm-hmm. You do feeding. You do all the other barn chores on several days of the week as well. Yeah. Yeah, you do a ton. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so you're talking about school. So right now, you are in high school, but your college is upcoming. Yeah. What are you thinking about doing? Um, I want to major in business. Yeah? I don't really know. Like, after that, I'm like, I don't really know what I want to do. I'm still, like, looking into that, but I figured that's kind of, like, a broad thing I could kind of use. So I was like, I'll just do that. And it interested me. I'm, like, taking classes for it now. So I was like, this is kind of cool. So I was like, I'll stick with that, and then I can see what I can do with that. That's because that ties right back into dealing with horses. Mm -hmm. You have your own business. All right. Well, I've asked you enough of my questions. So let's go to questions that other people have for you from our Patreon. (laughs) Because that's why we're doing that. Okay. I probably should have said this up front, but I think three quarters of the way through the episode is the perfect time to introduce this concept, right? (laughs) Smart. (laughs) Professional. So the whole reason we're doing this is because uh, our patron, we got to be one of your sponsors, which was awesome mm-hmm. and cool, and we were very excited to do so. Yeah. Th- these are the people that that have helped us support you and, and will hopefully continue to help us support you. So we're like, let's let them ask some questions, I guess. <laughs> so first up, uh, Scott A., Australia Scott, as we call him, because he's Scott from Australia. He has three questions for you. Oh, okay. So the first one is, what makes a good horse for barrel racing? It depends on so like bloodlines too that Mm -hmm. is a key factor confirmation and also like their mindset um i had a horse that was not bred for racing she was bred to do pleasure and her body was just with training and it wasn't even strenuous it was trotting her body was started like breaking down a little bit and i was like okay this is not gonna work this is not fair to the horse so i looked into it and i was like it's because of her confirmation And I had several people tell me that, too. So I was like, okay, well, she needs a better life, and I'm not going to give that to her. So I was like, okay, she needs to go somewhere else. So we gave her back. And 
I we were looking into horses, and I personally I like cowbred horses. So they're like they're smaller, they're more compact, but they're like they're more like they turn better. I feel like than bigger horses. So I just it depends on like everything you put into it, like bloodlines and everything, and it also depends like mindset. Mindset is a huge thing. I listen to my horses if they don't like like if I notice they're not enjoying barrel racing, like I did this with Toby. He was not enjoying it. And he would balk, and every time I'd try to go through the pattern, I was like, okay, this is not for him. So I switched to jumping, and he's literally perfect now. Um, Kit Kat, on the other hand, she loves it. She is gritty. She wants to work. She just wants it as, like, as much as I do. She probably wants it more. She's just pretty cool. She's she's a hard-working mare. That's awesome. Yeah, and I, I love Toby. You let me jump him in a show mm-hmm. last year. Springs? Who knows? Last fall. fall? Yeah, last fall. Maybe, so like a year ago now. Jeez. Holy crap, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oopsies. But yeah, Toby, jumping Toby is, and like we've corrupted you fully into oh, yeah. jumping 100%. Toby. Yeah, we've ruined you, but. It's okay. <laughs> he was, he's so much fun to jump. I I had a blast with him. He's so much more honest than, <laughs> than my horse. <laughs> yes. He's very honest. He is. He is. And he's. So if I'm just going to just springboard off of this, if you were going to go look for a horse right now, money was no object, what sort of mindset, what bloodlines, what body type would you look for? Um, I'd either look for a running bread cross with a cow cross or a cow bread, mm-hmm. like fully cow bread horse. I personally, I have fallen in love with Pepto Boone Small, Highbrow Cat, like anything like that, mm-hmm. or Dacalina too. Um, or I'd cross it with like a firewater flit or a Corona cartel or something like that. You just have to get like the perfect, like it has to be half and half fully or more cow than a little bit in a little bit run or like more run than a little bit cow. It just helps kind of like even them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'd look for that. And I'd look at the stats too of the parents or like further on in the lineage just to see like what I'm getting into, like what, like their lifetime earnings like what how they placed like where they run like 5d 1d 2d like anything from there i'd look for that probably preferably a red mare i also prefer the red mare so (laughs) i get that so just real quick 1d 5d i vaguely know what that means in the barrel racing world but you want to do a quick breakdown just for fun okay so 1d is the fastest division and it goes 1d 2d 3d 4d 5d 5d being the slowest division it depends on the race and how many riders there are. It could either be a 3D race being the slowest division, a 4D race, or a 5D race being the slowest division. It could honestly even be a 2D race being the slowest division. Mm-hmm. You still have you have to have the 1D, I believe, unless if no one places it. And obviously, well, it's kind of hard not to place because you go by the fastest time. Right. If um, everyone gets eliminated, though. Yeah. Every single person. <laughs> if everyone knocks, then I don't know what's happening. <laughs> And is, so those are by times, right? And like, what are the breakdowns of like times between the divisions? Also depends on the race. Um, usually it's half second split. So you, say you'd run a 14-5, you'd, that'd be 1D time. Mm-hmm. 2D time would be a 15-0, then a 15-5 for 3D, and then a 15-0, no, 16-0 for 40. And then some tend to go from, for a one second split between 40 and 5D. So if it was 16, it'd go to 17, mm-hmm. or it's still half second, or it'd be 16-5. 
Okay, cool. And that makes sense because that would be all the writers that are kind of probably mm-hmm. like the new people that are just like getting into it, the yeah. kids, and they're all going to be in that. Yeah. They're here for the experience, not mm-hmm. the race. Okay. Sweet. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. I vaguely knew how it worked. I did not know it was, it was half second splits. Yeah. It also, it could be like two second splits. It just depends on the race and who's okay. running it and like how many divisions there are. <sighs> the government of the show. Yeah. As always. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I did not know that. Okay. Now to Scott's second question. All of those were mine after the first one. <laughs> uh, so what attracted you to barrel racing? I know you kind of talked about it, but. I kind of just, I watched, I watched it. I watched Rodeo. Like this, it is what it is. Like I've just watched it and I'm like, that's so cool. Like I want to feel that. And I was like, ever since the first time I did it, I was like, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like I love the adrenaline rush. I love the feeling of it. Like I love how my horse, like working with my horse to get like, that perfect turn like just everything about it i love it all right and then uh scott's final question how many hours of training do you do each week Um, when your horses aren't injured when my horses aren't injured (laughs) yeah i ride for probably 45 minutes depending on what i'm doing you sometimes it's half an hour sometimes it's 20 minutes depends on the ride i personally go off if my horse is being good i'm gonna end on a good note and not push it but if I'm, like, doing conditioning, sometimes I'll ride for a longer, I'll ride for more, like, an hour or more, like, mm-hmm. until she, I know she's finally, like, tired a little bit. Um, if I'm working on barrels, I don't really do it often because I don't want to, like, get bored of it. I usually do that for, like, 20 minutes. And then I'm like, okay, I'll do some conditioning work. I'll do some flat work. I'll work on collecting and getting her core built up. I'll do mostly mm-hmm. that. And then, like, those rides where I'm just mainly doing that, I'll ride for probably half an hour. Like, nothing too strenuous. It depends on the day. Depends on what I'm doing. But I do a lot. Yeah. I mean, no, that's that's awesome, though. Because you covered a lot of important nuances in there, which is mm-hmm. making it different. Don't mm-hmm. do the exact same thing with your mm-hmm. horse every day. Keep them mentally engaged. Physically, I there's, a I think, a big stigma with people specifically where it's like oh you the longer you go the harder more hardcore you are yeah no and that's just not, not the case with horses no it's not yeah so there's a lot of important nuances in there that that you're covering off so mm-hmm. I dig it. all right next up we're going to do metastrophes question <laughs> i like his name i like catastrophe metastrophe all right do you have any pre-race rituals or anything to get in the zone i walk for a long time right before i go in I do my warm-up. I get her all, like, right before I go in to go into the holding pen, I do some rollbacks. I spin her. I get her really excited. I tap her with my whip a little bit just to get her, like, okay, we're ready. Mm-hmm. And then she walks in and we stand. I pray before I every run. I say thank you for, like, everything. I just pray I have a safe run. I, I just ask, like, everything that I could possibly do to have a safe run. And then right before I go in, I weave her a little bit. I tap her with my whip and I pet her a lot. I'm just like saying, I'm constantly saying good girl, thank you, like everything I possibly can to make her feel happy. And then right before I go in, I tend to spin her to like the side of the barrel I go to Mm -hmm. and I hold her back a little bit and then I finally just let her go right at the gate. Depending on like what I do, if I have an alleyway, if I have just a gate area, I tend to like go right at the gate so she doesn't get too much speed going in. It's nothing, like, too crazy, but I definitely... I go to the bathroom a lot, too. <laughs> I That is one thing I do. That is critical at a show, it okay? It is critical at a show. <laughs> yes. I warm her up for probably, like, 10 minutes. No, probably, like, 20 minutes. Depending on if someone gets hurt before me. Because I've, <laughs> I've warmed up. Like, there's 10 riders before me. I'm like, okay, yeah. 
I'm finally ready to go. Like, I'm doing everything I need to do now that I'm, like, it's getting closer. Yeah. I have two drags before me. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting ready. And then the drag right before me. This has happened several times. Someone falls off. An ambulance needs to come. And I'm like, I just got all ready. And now I have to redo everything. Oh, no. Because then I just stand there. And I'm like, okay, now I'm just, my horse is warmed up. So I'm just going to get off and take my boots off and everything. So yep. um, and then you have to start over and yep, do and it all again. I have again. to do it all again. And it's like, are you kidding me? But oh, there's man. a lot of walking involved when I do it, too. Yeah. Just, like, keep her limber a little bit. Just keep her moving. Awesome. Do you have anything you do with Toby? I know Toby's different because most of the time we're harassing you and yeah. like it's 20 minutes before yeah. we go in the arena. I just trot him around. I walk him for a while. I lope him. Canter. Same th- I just same thing. It doesn't thing. Does we, matter. We it's the same thing. <laughs> and I take him over a couple jumps and then I'm like, okay, we're good. Like he's nothing. He just, he kind of swarms himself up because he gets himself all like, like, oh, let's go, let's go. Every time I ride him, so I'm like, okay, we'll just walk. It's nothing too crazy with him. I do pray when I jump him. It's not as, like, it, t- it takes me more to barrel race than it does jump. I do. Feel. Yeah, that's like, fair. Yeah, it's best not to think about jumping at yeah, all. No. Zero thoughts the whole time is... All right, uh, Bean asks, what's the scariest and how did you get over the fear? I used to be terrified to gallop. Yeah? Yep. I used to be terrified to do anything cantering, galloping, like I'm like okay I'm done like I would not do it and I finally just did it one day I was like I was breezing Andy's horse Liberty I ran last year Mm -hmm. I was like okay this is nice like I'm I feel safe I was hand galloping around I was like okay this is fun so then I took it up a notch and I'm like okay I'm done I'm good this is fun like and I just completely got over it I was like okay I'm ready to do what I need to do now like to get into barrel racing and trust the horse that's what I was doing I was trusting the horse and I just did it and Libby's a good one to, to do that. Yes, she's. That's, Tim got to ride Libby when he was in town. Oh. Well, he did good for a person who's never ridden before. He didn't breeze her around outside. Well, he, yeah. He contained it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not ready for the big time, buddy. Yeah, But he yet. did. He walked a little pattern, and Libby even got a little like, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing barrels. <laughs> I love when Libby does that. Yeah. She just does it. She's a great horse. This is from Casey. She asks, what's the best moment you've had barrel racing? I ran a personal record on Liberty. It was, she hadn't gotten a personal record in probably 10 years. And I broke my personal record also. It was just, it was pretty cool. I just, it was fun. I also did win the 1D one time, like, jokingly. (laughs) Just as a goof. (laughs) It was kind of a goof. It really was. And it was just, it was pretty fun. Like, I just, I love when I feel like an accomplishment, like, I'm like, okay, I just did that. Like, it was, it was so cool. There's no words for it. Like, I can't really explain it. Like, I just, I know how to feel it, but I can't explain it. All I know is it's really cool. Being able, like, being able to feel like I can, I know how to ride a horse well enough to do that. It's pretty cool. It's very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all of the torture that we have okay. for you. But uh, before we officially let you go here... Is there anything you want to plug? How can people find you to watch your barrel racing in the future? And On my Facebook, I do have a Facebook page linked to my personal. Um, it's just Molly Newland Barrel Racer, I believe. I, I think, think you're right. I think it is. <laughs> we can double check right now. <laughs> yeah, it just says Molly Newland Barrel Racer. I'm in Wisconsin 02 NBHA 5D champ and a two-time world qualifier. You'll know it's me. <laughs> yep. 
Yep, you'll yeah. see Kit Kat, and you'll, you'll be like, see. there she That's is. That's my whore. <laughs> yep, there she is. Um, I also do have Instagram. I don't really post on that much. I do post some pictures, but not as much as I do on my Facebook. That's okay. They should follow your official page anyways and support you as a yeah. girl racer and all that jazz. I would appreciate that, because there's, like, three people that follow me. Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll work on getting you more. That's okay. That's fantastic. And so this show season, because of Kit Kat's injury, you're not going. But next year, you're going to be back at it? I think I'm going to be back at it this winter. Ooh, even sooner. That's so exciting. Yes. Oh, that's so, so I'm, good. this winter, I plan on, like, I'll go to some winter races. I'm not going to really compete, like, as hardcore as I will next year, probably. Mm-hmm. And next year's probably going to be more laid back because I do want to get into, like, I want to go camping again. Like, my family, like, we've probably missed out on a lot of, like, what we used to do. Because I'm barrel racing and they're like, okay, you need to... I'm at the point where I'm pretty tired. I'm like, I just need a little bit of a break. Like, I'll get back at it, of course. Like, I'm still going to race and everything. I just need a little bit of a break. I'll get into it this winter again. Now that Kit Kat's back and sort of working. when <laughs> She's not being there. lazy. <laughs> She'll get there. Yeah. Coming off an injury. Yeah. Coming off an injury is the hardest part. Now she's really fat. <laughs> <laughs> she's really fat and out of shape. So we're working on that, but... Hopefully this winter, probably November, December, awesome. this one I'll be back at and I'll be posting about it and everything. So Awesome. There we go. So yeah, follow Molly's page so you can yep. watch her posting from her races. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me. I mean, patron members are all screaming, get Molly on, so we've done it. <laughs> thank you for listening to Horse Girls. If you want to know when new episodes are posted or share your observations of this positively academic podcast, follow us on Facebook at Horse Girls Podcast. Twitter and Instagram at HorseGirlsCast. If you want to buy some radical shirts and things, visit DuckDuckJenna.com, America's most beloved search engine to search for one thing, and that's Horse Girls merch. And there's new merch on there, so go get endorsed. You want to take our relationship to the next level? (laughs) Obviously. Go to SingleThoughtConnection.com, T-H-O-T. That's where you can join our awesome metal horse barn, but also we can offer you a plethora of things, like content, but really just Metal Horses is the most exciting one. If you want to find us on other podcasts, you can. If you like TTRPGs, check out the Botch Podcast and Dungeons and Dragon Beams and Late Starters. And if you like Animorphs, check out Animorphs Anonymous. And if you like other book stuff, check out Surprise Attack Book Club, which I haven't added on here, but I think I'm going to say now because this is a surprise attack on me. Gotcha. If you are betwitched by Jenna, check out Jenna's Twitch at twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill with one singular L. There's only the one there, okay? It's Jenna Chill with one L. If you, like me, can't get enough of Tim's beautiful voice, he's voice acted on such podcasts as The Way We Haunt Now, Tunnels, Haunted Hell, House of Horrors, and Horror Shop Radio, and this is the perfect time to go and listen to those because it is the spookiest of the seasons. And if you think our episode art is hella cute, that's because it is, and it was created by KCD, who writes and illustrates a webcomic called Beside You, which you can read for free at BesideYouComic.com. May the nuts ever stick to your roof.